past your luck check, it's the No Class Podcast with your host Eddie and Matt. No, I kid, I kid. Matt's not here today. He couldn't make it. Whatever, you liar. What the? How did you get in here? <laughs> you can't keep me. I know no, no security device can keep me out. All right, just so we don't get in trouble, officially, uh-huh. you passed your luck check. It's the No Class Podcast with your buddies, Eddie and Matt. I wouldn't want anybody to complain that they didn't get their full introduction. Exactly. Precisely. I hope everyone's having a great day. And if you're not, there's always tomorrow. <sighs> so has it been a month, a little over a month? It's It's been a hot minute. I wonder so if people, a hot minute now about. equals one month is what you're saying. I don't know. I've always never really understood that term anyway. <laughs> it's like, well, are hot minutes longer? You figure they'd be quicker, you know? Yeah. But anyway, um, I remember when I was just 16 and I had my first hot minute, it was rather quick. <laughs> but then you were ready for another hot minute pretty fast after that. <laughs> Those were the days. You can't, be, you can't be ready for hot minutes like that anymore. Uh-uh, it's like you get more than one hot minute. It's like mark that on a calendar. <laughs> if you guys are having as good a time listening to this as Matt is. I this one's going to so. be a record-breaking episode. I know. Anyway, y'all are all probably deaf by now from my guffaws. Oh, man. But anyway, I twisted Eddie's arm, and here we are. Um, of course, the great thing was we're we're ill-prepared, so you get what you get. You finally got Heather to let you house, out of the house for a minute. Exactly. That's right. She's got me on lockdown, but no, that, that's sugar plum. Um, She's the best. She she really is. I mean, and I know it's like if you've been listening this long enough, you're like, wait, really? You know, but no, it's no. She's it's it's like I tell you, usually by this point, any relationship, there's like red flags. There's usually like a bouquet of red flags. But no, it's it's been just nothing but good times and fun. And, you know, speaking of the good times, do you have an announcement you like to make to all the fans out there? We can. And that is that That's we, up to you. we finally set a date. And it's going to be and Matt. That is, yeah, exactly. We we can't deny this uh, this passion Secrets anymore. It's it wasn't smoldering. very well kept. Is <laughs> <laughs> that beard? His beard game is so good. No, um, Heather. Yeah, and now I, that you shaved your head, and I can lick it. It's <laughs> that much better. Which one? <laughs> the big one. Edit that Zip. out. <laughs> Was anyway. No, Heather and I have set a date for early October. Um, and so, anyway, we're excited about that. She's poor thing's going to be stuck with my last name. I've, I'm setting up franchises. You know, there's gullets all over. The, and I'm always like, please take your old name back. No, I want to keep your name. Why? Why? But anyway. <sighs> so, this will be the first one that I've liked. Exactly. I know. Isn't that interesting? So, congrats <laughs> to you, Heather. No, because it's funny. I mean, it's, it's, it, the, the, uh, the juxtaposition, whatever, is like, I mean, I can tell you genuinely like Heather, and, and it and it really makes, looking back now, I'm like, you were you were pretty subtle in the moment, I didn't know then, but looking back now, I'm like, yeah, no, you weren't nearly as friendly or jovial or, hey, you know, whatever. I remember all the times he spit in her face, <laughs> and I yeah, didn't yeah. read anything into that. <laughs> yeah, it was the darndest thing, him flipping her off as you walked off, you know. But no, I, I laugh, when, I'll tell that story, when we pulled up from, because what a sweetheart, while I'm at a con where I'm a guest, it's like, this was first or second year that we were guests. Um, we were riding high off that too oh yeah i mean we were our spirits were high and we were just so full of ourselves and just on top of the world and here it is like the first thing of the morning saturday which saturday's the big day at any con 
and I'm running games because doing my due diligence as a as a guest at the con, and was excited about. I had some games with our good buddies, you know, Ian and Matt, and some other people that we love gaming with, and so I was just really high energy and in good spirits. Um, and I go to eat breakfast with my ex at that time, not my ex, because she lived was working in Dallas. And at the end of it, as we're going to walk away, she goes, oh, by the way, I'm not happy and I want a divorce. And I was like, you hit me with this now. And the great thing was, being who I am, nobody knew. I mean, everyone later on was like, I'd have never known because I kept my energy up and ran some great games. And But then at the end of the evening, as I was tippling and I'm talking with our good buddy, Gary Oliver, and uh, old, old uh, Jiggly Bits. And I said, as everyone else kind of wandered away, because, you know, private business, I said, yeah, well, guys, looks like I'm getting a divorce. And they're like, well, they're spitting out their drinks like, wait, what? You know, I was like, yeah, my ex just dropped that on me this morning. But technically, as the day went on, the more I ruminate on it, the happier I got. Mm-hmm. It was a long time coming, you know. And we had not been happy for a long time. But anyway, no one wants to hear all that bullshit. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, she's a, she's a rare gem. Uh, hit me with that, you know, while I'm at the con in the moment, reveling in, you know, being a, a special guest at my very favorite con in the whole world. Other Take than you to Disney own. to tell you your dog died. Ex- sort of exactly. Yeah. It's like, and you know, your daughter that your I mean, your sister that went missing. Yeah. We drowned her in the bathtub and buried in the backyard, you know, it's like, have fun with, with Mickey. Um, but anyway, yeah. So as far as, um, we weren't able to do a Twitch, was it last month or this month? Both really, yeah. But we've got to find a Tuesday when we're free. But it's just my work schedule so crazy. Um, and do another one of those, and then we've been a hot minute doing a um, a podcast. But the thing is, Eddie is super busy between what? he's working on Horde Crawl, which what's it called these days? What's the working name? But if we're throwing anybody under the bus, we're throwing you under the bus. Well, no, I'm, I was going to get to that, but I'm actually bragging. I mean, isn't it? Oh, like okay. Giving you an out, you know, whatever. In that you're working well, on Horde now. Crawl whatever you need that yeah because it's always my fault it's always my fault matt is raptured in love right now he he works he's got an actual job yeah and he's raptured in love right now so well it's true but you're working on horde call and you're also working on a super secret project now yeah 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 can we give the name out that would be telling oh I, i guess we won't tell then but no he's got a lot of irons in the fire and as always, we're getting closer and closer to, uh, hey, what, what do you normally talk about? See, we're out of practice. The first thing we talk about usually is the long con. No, I thought about it, but you went down this long, winding path. Yeah, so I, I was like, just you know, let Matt go. <laughs> but as always, uh, we're making efforts towards the long con. And talking about so the long So what's the effort? Con, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Is that we just, we've sold more tickets faster sooner or whatever than we ever have and we're elated about that yeah this was the best month ever by probably double really yeah it's the earliest we've ever had this many badges sold so it's our best month our fastest month etc and so forth Mm -hmm. and luckily we got to 99 so we didn't have to do the hotel room yeah yeah for those few of you that didn't know we were doing a thing where if we sold 100 tickets in the month of june we were going to give away a fully paid the whole time. And remember, our con's longer now. The long con is longer. It's now Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We were going to pay for somebody's room that whole time, gladly, if we sold 100 tickets. We sold exactly 99 tickets. Mm-hmm. And so, and you, know. you go, well, it's 99. Just be nice guys. But 
it was supposed to be weekend passes, uh-huh. so we had some one day passes in there that we're like, we'll count it. We if let it that gets count. There. Yeah, we were nice guys. About and it. we had uh, all our special guest badges in there that we mm-hmm. comp. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, we were already I'm going to count them. But yeah, yeah, I like you said that was already kind of a generous count to start with. Mm-hmm. Vendors badges were counted in that. Yeah, so I mean, we you could easily see us going. Well, I mean, vendor badges shouldn't count, blah blah blah, or this shouldn't count. We let a lot of badges count. We even created badges, like I said, for special guests that we could have waited till after June to do that. And the smart money would have been, yeah, let's wait. But we created the badges for them during that time to help you all along. We were hoping it'd get to hundred. We wanted it to get, but you know, but fair is fair. Because I was already planning out the video. Oh, yeah. And us uh, doing a video and rolling the D100 to see who wins it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. But um, now, sadly, thanks to Double R. Yeah, yeah. If you want someone to happen. boo, go boo Double R. Yeah. But we have a lot to, to, as far as thinking, helping those numbers is we've seen more and more of an influx of people from North Texas that are coming out of Archon. And we have to thank uh, Singular for promoting us. Really appreciate him on the North Texas page. So thank you, good Gary. Yeah, yeah. Singular, you're tops, man. You're the best. Double R, boo. Boo this man. But anyway. Um, Your oldest friend. Yeah, exactly. I've known him since I was in, what, kindergarten. But uh, we've got Greg Gillespie's coming as a special guest. This year, Can I, should I tell, we really weren't going to... Really didn't intend to have special oh, yeah. guests this year. We really didn't, and it's a long story, but we just didn't. And uh, and but Greg was like, "Hey, man, I'd really like to be a special guest." And we we're like, "All right." And I mean, so how you know? And he's he's a neat guy. Um, if you're not aware, you know, he's done uh, a number of these mega dungeons that are really really well made. At least two of them that I know of have won three castles awards, uh, and they've the sales have been they're really high quality. They're great. And then, uh, of course, Brendan uh, LaSalle's coming, and that's a funny story. It's hilarious. Well, at the beginning of the, was, we had both agreed at the end of last year's con, we're like, you know what, next year, no special guests, just forget it. And it, or like in January, uh, Goodman Games puts out one of these big banner ad things talking about, here's our you know con uh, tour for this year and all the places we're going to, and right there in it, November, long con, and we looked at each other and laughed and went, well, uh, I guess I guess we're gonna have I, one. I, I guess we're having that special guest, and so you'd figure Brendan would be on would be aware of this. Well, recently he saw a post where like, "Well, Brendan, let's come into our con." He's like, "I am," and we're like, "Yeah, your company said you were way you, back." You in announced it, not me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they y'all need to get on the same page. So it was kind of funny how that played out. But he's excited. We're like, "You don't have to come if you don't want to." And he's, "Oh no, no, I love y'all's con, and y'all guys are your, your people are so great and so good to me." And so now we take a minute and go, "Hey, the X Crawl Kickstarter is live right now." Yeah, yeah, which heck i'm so proud of them i always wondered why it seems to me it's taken forever because they've been talking it's taken freaking forever. forever to get because I, we knew this was coming we knew they were going to at some point do a dcc version of x crawl and uh i mean you, you knew it but it's like why is it taking so long well maybe we'll get brendan on the podcast again and we can ask him maybe he can speak on it then i yeah. bet he couldn't give you an official answer right now he might yeah. give you the don't ever tell anybody this answer, yeah, but yeah, because yeah. um, he knows nobody listens to this podcast, so he can divulge all his secrets yeah. on ours. Um, but it's one of those things to where, yeah, I'm not surprised, and and you know, some people might be, but no, it's went gangbusters. It's already what way up there. It's it's either busted two hundred thousand by the time you hear this, it may be over two hundred thousand, but yeah, it was right there at it. And I'm I'm so happy for him, you know. And it really is a fun. Eddie wrote an adventure for that, and I hope maybe we'll see it. 
published. I actually got a personal email from Joe Goodman the other day saying, hey, third-party publishers, we want to do X-Crawl stuff now. Start getting your X-Crawl adventures together. You've so, already got yours together. That's great. And you play-tested it quite a bit. Yep. So, so it just needs some art, as is always the thing, and we'll get to later. Yeah, we'll get the long crawl, I guess, you know, which is cool. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, guys, let us know what you think. And, yeah, definitely check out that X-Crawl. It really is it, It's a neat concept, you know. Um, like, and I did the super deluxe level. So really? Well, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm getting everything. Well, I think Brendan has to hand deliver it. Oh, well, that'd be kind of cool. But uh, I, mm. I I really wanted a screen, but I don't think there was an option you could just add a screen, but I got the big fancy book cuz I mm-hmm. like the look of it and you know, it's a little more ooh la la, a little, little more bougie. But um anyway, yeah. but the theme if you don't know for X-Crawl is think of American Gladiators <laughs> or uh, race car drivers or these people that are real personalities and like they've got all these stickers on their outfit or clothing like promoting different brands or companies and so this is a weird dystopian future maybe is that right but it's definitely this future where it's still there's some monsters and magic and weird stuff but there's TV and people watching mm-hmm. you know in the empire or whatever and so people are like oh boy they're doing the the, the X crawl tonight, let's tune in to watch and you're rooting for your favorite guy who's so and so the warrior. And these people are personalities and I Tipsy think see the clown. Yeah. You can get like a, a Benny or a yep. or a little attaboy or whatever by like like oh, I'm gonna stop and use this round to just showboat and I'm gonna flex and look into the camera, go listen kids, eat your vitamins, you know, whatever. And you'll get like a, a luck token or something for that. I think that's just brilliant. I think that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So Anyway, well, wherever we were, uh, more special guests. Oh, yeah, right. We'll have good Gary from NTRPG and Bad Mike. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited about having Bad Mike. A lot of times our con coincides with like his family vacation, but this year, I think his wife is like, really, I'd be having more fun if you weren't here, I think. So we get to have him at the con. And I've heard uh, Carl will make it. Wow, all right. And there may actually be dueling Carls for those uh, of you that are keeping dun, dun, up dun, dun, on NTRPG's Facebook page. Well, my money's on uh, uh, Gary and Lisa's Carl. No kidding. Yeah, which, again, Lisa is, should be coming, I hope, and it's always fun to see, you know. Oh, and, uh, yeah. yeah, we're feel- forgetting uh, Bill Barsh. Yeah, Bill Barsh. Can't forget Bill, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big get. I've, yeah. I've been really proud of us that he came down last year. Yeah, and we wondered, like, holding our breath, like, you know, and, like, will he go, well, this was nice, but no, he's like, you couldn't keep me away, you know. And he's so. doing another long con exclusive adventure. Exclusive. And, by the way, if you saw, if you follow my Facebook page, I just bought one of his Paysetter games. It's a book. It's got, it's really, really high production, very high quality. It's like a encounters book, and you can generate a whole intact dungeon with the thing, you know, if you want to, or just certain little bits in the moment, you know, maybe you're caught short or up oh, the gene, the game master could make it tonight. You could quickly roll up a dungeon and, and get into it. Or if you're hitting a, a brick wall and trying to, Oh, what should I put in this room? A couple quick rolls and boom, you know, you have an, an interesting encounter for your room. So anyway, uh, it's a great book. And since we're kind of adjacent to it now, talking about special guests and, uh, Kickstarters, <coughs> I got a, uh, Message from my buddy Rock the other day who did the Ravens Kickstarter. I played that. A lot of fun, guys. He has got the game in now. He's got all his 
2,000 copies of it, I think is what oh, it is. Wow. So the shipping will be starting very soon. So if you backed Ravens, maybe by the time you hear this, you'll even have that email. But very, very soon you'll get to see it. He's going to be busy here in a minute. And uh, Hell Train mm-hmm. was very successful for oh, our yeah. buddy John Watson, special right. guest. Mm-hmm. And that one kind of fulfilled by sending out a PDF. And John Watson will be a special guest at our con this year as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you back that one, you should have got a PDF already, and mm-hmm. he's going to make some last-minute corrections, and then that one should be uh, good to go. Out the door, which I can't wait to get my copy. That's awesome. I'll have to have him sign it for me at the con. Mm-hmm. To your best buddy, Matt. There you go. To your real best buddy, Eddie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Would you to fight Matt Couch for that title, exactly, I think? Exactly, exactly. But, yeah, and you know, I'm sure you know Couch and Ian will be here. Um, I hope, but yeah, mm. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Ian, at least. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. Not that mm-hmm. not that these guys are going to listen to the podcast, so we really can say what we yeah, want. Yeah, we can say what we want. Yeah, exactly. But we don't need another Matt. No. If your name is Matt, please do not Too come to the Matt's. con now. If exactly. you if your name is Matt and you've already come, welcome, welcome. Yeah. But if you're never come before and your name is Matt. I, we probably hit our yeah. mat limit. Yeah, because we got we're matted out. Matt Gullett, Matt Couch, Matt Rogers. I think there's another Matt. I'm not thinking of Grape Ape. Yeah, that's right. That Matt's coming. Yeah, other special guests. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, we got Matt Robertson and Stephen Surratt. You know, so uh, and I tell you, well, we'll get to that later. But Stephen and Matt are both great guys, and um, we had a really good chance. I did to pick Stephen's brain at. Uh, North Texas, and he shared a lot of neat stuff with me. But we'll get to that later. He's a, he's a sweetheart. He really is. He's a really and super nice guy. Sticker that he gave me about the Wancy No, no Masters. Well, I love every, that. Yeah, I love it. Every time I look at it, I'm just like, that's so good. Yeah, and it, it went instantly on my big rolly cart full of dice and paper and pre-gens and stuff. I've got to find the appropriate place for it, or I've got yeah. to get like 500 more of them. Well, so I can just put them all everywhere. I tell you, I think he's giving them away with that Kickstarter he's doing right now. And by the way, currently he's doing the Wizard of or something like the Technomancer of Candy Mountain. Is oh, yeah. he's currently doing that Kickstarter? Look into it. Uh, um, I own some of his other products. They're really high quality, well done. Check that out on. I believe it's on Kickstarter. Is the currently the Technomancer of Candy Mountain, and it's for MCC. And what about Luau Lu? Does well, he have one currently? He is constantly. In, and does uh, uh, Levi Holmes have in, one? I, what's the, am I using this right term? The in, in perpetuity. I mean, basically, there's constantly they're always. They're the Stephen yeah. King of these things. The the because they're doing lines of coke like Stephen King. <laughs> I guess so. Snorting through them. But I love. I'm Lou. calling you out, Lou. Yeah, we we love Lou, but and, and, and Levi's an awesome guy too. But when I saw them at North Texas, I saw Lou. I said, "Jesus, Lou, when do you find time for anything else? You're constantly." And then he kind of got the chagrin, you know, and and he was like, "Well, truth be known, I'm working on three projects." I was like, "Good Lord, man, you know, calm down." But anyway, oh yeah, but it, so but it'll be fun. So give them an update on Caverns of the Dead God while we're here. Okay, yes. Yeah. So uh, we've talked Caverns up for a long time. Things are moving at pace. I have uh, thoroughly picked over it, added those last little sweet bits I've wanted to add, and really put my nose to the grindstone. I've um, I've got artwork that's being done, and it's already about half of what I want has been contributed. And um, uh, I'm going to send it off to editor here in a minute. I've already had a lot of people proofread it. You know, I play tested it numerous times through the years, um, but I'm going to run it through one more round of play testing, get a little bit more feedback. Um, but it will be in the works and kick started 
I'm going to say this with certainty, not any hope or, well, maybe. But Okay, now what's the penalty for this? There needs, there should be a penalty at this point. If it hasn't been Kickstarter, isn't Do we all get a free Dr. Pepper? Well, there you go. So um, if if uh, if it's not on Kickstarter, hasn't already been Kickstarted on by the time Long Con comes around, you, you can come up to me at the con and point your finger at me and go, boo, sir, and give me poop, and I'll buy you a Dr. Pepper. That's barely enough. You saved it at the end. With there At you least go. you're buying a Dr. Pepper. Exactly. But then exactly. again, folks, he's going to have a cooler full yeah. of these ones that he Delicious, bought yeah. Half Cost, off sale yeah, yeah, at yeah. the dollar stores. So. You know, they're they've they've got the, the the dent and ding. You know, but do you get that reference by the way about Dr Pepper? No, not at all. So uh, I'm trying to think if it was the record label or if it was Dr Pepper themselves that did the promotion of if Chinese Democracy comes oh, yeah, out this yeah. year. But I thought that we'll was send Pepsi. Dr Pepper. I think I'm pretty sure it's Dr I Pepper. Right? I put Pepsi, money on it. But go ahead. Okay that they said, if it comes out, go ahead and look it up. Mm-hmm. If it comes out this year, we'll send, I think everybody in the U S mm-hmm. a free Dr. Pepper or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's furiously looking it up so he can prove me right. I appreciate that kind of uh double checking. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, if Matt doesn't have his Kickstarter rate, uh, that's where I'm proven. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say you were right. <clears throat> so, and I'll also say if Matt doesn't have his Kickstarter ready to go, uh, my new one's going to be hot on his heels. Well, that's what we were talking about. He said, yeah, if, if I hadn't have got on this so furious, it'd be said he was going to lap me. Like basically he'd have his second one out. Cause it's funny was he has not seemed like he's been in any kind of a hurry. Nope. I find it interesting that by the time I get my shit together, all of a sudden you've got another one in the works. This is the, uh, like a uh, Lou is Stephen King and I'm the, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Where it was like, I'm going to do some playtesting for the uh, dungeon-dwelling creatures mm-hmm. horde crawl. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I've got some other stupid ideas kicking around. Mm-hmm. And I ran one of them, and everybody was like, this is excellent. And I was like, okay. Yep. That that idea is one to run with, and it's charged me up to where I'm like, I'll have this one written a lot faster than Carnage. Because yeah. Carnage was, yeah, that was rough. Because, I mean, you can write adventures a lot faster. I don't know. But how many have you written? You've got to think about that, too, all the years and years of experience. Well, I can't wait for, like, after this comes out and does well, then I'd love to do whatever we're going to end up calling it, but do mansions. And we could do it for different systems and things. But what's funny was I've done it. It originally was written for Castles and Crusades. I did a fifth edition version. I've done a Black Hack version. It'd be fun to see what I could do with the DCC version. That would be interesting. So, because Mansions is one that, uh, uh, I mean, Eddie liked well enough that he's ran it a few times. So that, that says something. And I'm so. talking about writing something for it. So oh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love that. Because we, I mean, it, 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 a joint venture. Yeah. And that'd be cool. And we've actually, I've looked into, we had talked about, because our, the way we run adventures is different. But what? as far as on a lot of different things in gaming, we could find ourselves on the same page. Like we both had decided of our own volition to run a sandbox around the same time. And then we compare notes and we're like, what the hell? You know, but, um, or it'll be like, you know what I hate in adventures? Owlbears. What? Yeah. Me too. Me I was too. just thinking yeah. about, they suck, you know, but, um, not that we really have anything against them folks. No, no, we're just joking. Um, but that's what we talked about doing like a series that would like have, a common thread bad guy or something. And I, I still would love to try to do that. But you would really just, 
spoke in such non-glowing terms about the process of writing the adventure. Yeah. It really didn't excite me, at first, and I kind of it put me off. And not that I'm, I'm I, I fully take on the blame for not having done Cavern sooner, but just every time I talked to Eddie about the process, he seemed, you know, it uh, was. It was rough, yeah. but I mean, some people probably like Lou, where they're like, "I'm having so much fun, I'm going to do mm-hmm. three projects at a time." Well, I've heard like some people are like, ah, "I love formatting," and you were like, "Oh, formatting was the worst," you know. And I'm like going, so it really didn't fill me with. I was like, I, I was kind of like, "Well, damn, I don't know about this or whatever." But so far, uh, talking about caverns, and this is something that we we could save this for the end, you know, whatever. Um, because, yeah, I think this might segue into our topic, but that's one of those things to where it sure is, it definitely has opened my eyes to aspects of writing an adventure and things to contend with, you know. Um, it, it's kind of along the lines of, uh, you know, the, the people that go, hey, man, you know, uh, I'm the one making these teacups. Why don't I get to keep the means, you know, the means of production, but, but, but you know, whatever the money or something. But it's like, well, there's somebody out here that, I went to the trouble of writing this. I play tested. I've refined. So you want to go it. into our topic? Yeah. I, well, or we can go we'll, ahead. We'll, we'll come back to it. No, I go guess. into it. Yeah, you've already started it. But yeah, that's one of those things to where, you know, by the time I'll pay for the art. Well, first off, okay, go ahead. Give out that article that we were okay, reading. Yeah. So, so somebody posted this on uh, the NTRPG, mm-hmm. and it was something that I was already thinking about. Yeah. Which was like, man, you think about the cost of art. And mm-hmm. how much, who's going to make what money off this? Like, yeah. if I do a Kickstarter, yeah. what percentage of this do I actually get to put in my mm-hmm. pocket for having sat here? I came up with the idea. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't exist if it wasn't for me. Yeah. I did the writing, mm-hmm. but I, out of, like, Carnage, I definitely got the least amount of money of anybody that touched it. Yeah. Like, the editor made more money than me. Wow. So that's where it's like, uh, the, the actual site is called Loot the Room. And the article is RPGs and the High Cost of Art, and it's blog number eight. And uh, but anyway, and it is a great article. It really is a great article. Yeah, and but Eddie sent it to me, and when I got around to reading it, it. I was wrapped, and I just devoured it. Well, I had this idea while we were sitting around at NTRPG and talking with all the other writers and such. It was like you know, the person that's making the money is the artist getting his upfront money. Mm-hmm. What an artist should do is just come up with a series of pictures and then hire a writer. Because if you look at that article, yeah. it's like, what did the artist get in his example? Like 2,500, yeah. uh, three thirty-five, something like that. Yeah. Is like the money that the artist is going to make off of it. Mm-hmm. And he's like at the rate as a, a writer, if I was charging my rate, mm-hmm. I would make $500 if somebody mm-hmm. was paying me for my work. Yeah. And, that's not to say that artists don't deserve their money. No, they do. Absolutely. But, but the writer, mm-hmm. woof, and yeah. the writer is the one that's really the, they're the work project works. coordinator. Yeah. And he, they bring it to life and they're the one that's got to chase everybody down. And mm-hmm. if you do get into this and you decide to do your own Kickstarter adventure someday, freaking having to keep up with authors and go, I need that art. I need that art. I need that art. Yeah. It's such a hassle. Finding a good artist mm-hmm. that has that style that you want, which not to say that they're not good. Mm-hmm. They're just not your style. Like mm-hmm. eh, this, that's kind of cartoony for me. Yeah. Or I just don't like, I, I always say, what's that one style that you like that I hate so much? The like rat racer. 
yeah, yeah, the hot rod, uh, yeah, the hot of. rod kind of exaggerated, Ugh. whatever. Yeah, I hate that art. You, and you, you love it, and I love it. You know, and so it's, I'm not to say but, that's but objectively has bad. Diff- we have different exactly. tastes. Is all it's just not to my taste. And, and I laugh because yeah, I mean the the artwork in Carnage is beautiful, but it's very crisp. It's very clean. But I grew up in that old era playing those old D and D adventures, and we both played the fight and fantasy books. And that art isn't the cleanest or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, but I love that style. And if nothing else, it's probably more of nostalgia than anything. Cause I showed the artwork I've gotten so far to a good friend of mine. I've been gaming with for years yesterday. And he said, Oh man, that's just pulling on those nostalgia strings. Looking at that artwork. And I said, yes, you'll appreciate it. Now maybe the new kids on the block would go. Ugh, Whereas that I like that, uh, Elmore and easily where it's almost like photorealistic. It's photorealistic. Like, oh, yeah. Which you could never, ever, ever in a million years afford, mm-hmm. even if you were TSR. And, and that's where I'm going to say something that's unpopular. It's like, don't you do it. You've got all these kids. It's like, ha you get to edit. But anyway, it's all the people that right now are really coming down on people that are using uh, AI artwork or whatever. And again, I hate that artists need to make their money. I appreciate their creative talents, but like we're getting at is by the time I'm done, I might pay easily $1,500 for artwork, maybe $2,000 or something for artwork and maps and all this stuff to be done to the degree of quality I want that I want you to have. So think about that. Before, if this Kickstarter failed horribly, and it's not, I know the people are going to come out and they're going to, this is a great adventure and it's going to be top notch. But let's say that I was somebody you never heard of who had nothing. I just put it out there, you know, and it just tanked. So I'm out $2,000. That artist got his money, but I'm shit out of luck. The art, the editor got their money. I'm shit out of luck, you know. Um, and, and so I don't begrudge the editor. I don't begrudge the artist. But that's something that, to say is they get their money. It's Because if I said, hey, guys, I'm going to have you do some artwork for editing. If this makes any money, I'll pay you back from the proceeds. They would go, bullshit, I want my money right now. So, yeah, but so who's taking the biggest chance here, mm-hmm. you know? And like Eddie said, yeah, it really is like herding cats. I get these artists, these creative types. I mean, I love the artwork I'm getting. And there's one guy that's kind of trickling it to me, and I'm, I'm tickled with that. But there's one guy that I talk to people I know in the industry. You know, we got friends, the, the small press guys, kind of, I guess you call it, that, that have been very helpful. You know, Lou, Levi, Skeeter. Uh, David Beatty, uh, Ben Burns, you know, I could, I'm leaving somebody out. Now, Stefan, like I said, all those guys at North Texas, any chance then they weren't super busy that I could, you know, get to their elbow and go, hey, bro, you know, give me some tips, some pointers, some advice. A lot of, and you've been a, an asset and a resource for that too, because you've done this. Um, to discourage you. Exactly. You know, seriously, kind of, but yeah, but no, but seriously. Um, but to my point is that, uh, one one of these well one of these guys was like hey I got a great artist for you I, I, you're Matt because who played my adventure David Beatty and he goes you're, it's a cool concept but you need to really spruce the map up I got a guy you know and uh, you know I reached out to him and actually this guy approached me at the end of uh, Long Con last year and I had his own number already in my phone so when I went to add the number Beatty gave me I was like oh shit it's already in my phone nice guy I mean he came up to me we talked we kibitz he said hey if you work on a project I want to be involved okay. So I reach out to the guy and, you know, I'm patient. I figured I got enough lead time. I was like, hey, here's the thing. I'll send you a rough copy of my adventure so you get some ideas. And I was going to have him do some other artwork beyond the maps. And uh, 
I, and I forgot about it. You know, I've been busy. Well, I get to North Texas. Everyone's giving me crap. Hey, when's Caverns coming out? When's Caverns mm-hmm. coming out? Did you go tell them to give me crap? Because a lot of people gave me crap. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So anyway, Heather has been, and that's why I'll back to Heather. She's so great because without being a nag, she's good about finding a way to help motivate me on this stuff, which has been great. Like, uh, getting the garden I've always wanted in the backyard or working on caverns. She's really, I'm going to give her some props and inspiration and she's really kind of nudging me in a great way. Anyway, so I thought about it. And was, Wait, it's been like a month. So I reached out guy I said, hey, man, what, what what happened? Oh, sorry, man, got busy with life, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm a reasonable guy. I'm patient. I said, all right, you know, shit happens. I get it. So, but <clears throat> you're going to want to, oh, no, I, I want to do it. I want to do it. Let's do it. But another month goes by, and I'm like, son of a bitch. So finally, being who I am, I sent the guy a text going, well, I guess I'm on your pain on mine list. I'll look elsewhere. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, I'm, this is two sorries now. It's like, let's get this done. So he's like, so he came back, and he's like, ironclad. I have it done by this date. You know, da, 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 da. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. But by this point, I didn't, I wouldn't, I was going to give him a lot of artwork because I like more of a unified, mm-hmm. you know, style in a, in, a, in a book, don't you, I think? And uh, no, I, I said, and then he was like, well, all you want me to do is your map. And I said, well, here, I'll throw you this one little other piece of artwork because I didn't want to tie my horse to this just one wagon. So now I've got one guy doing the cover and I've got him doing a map and another guy doing most of the interior artwork. So I've got three different artists and wrangling them. It, it hadn't been fun. So for people that go like, well, what am I paying for? You're paying for. And then you need all that art really so that you can start doing your layout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I told you, go ahead and start working your layout, too, Uh and just think in your own mind, like, okay, this is what I'd like to have here, or this is where a full page of art will be Mm -hmm. at, or a quarter page, or a half page, but, yeah, you you can't go anywhere without that. And and there's some artists that we've met at, like, North Texas that are great, great people, men and women that are just, they're phenomenally talented, and I want to work with them, but I'm not going to lie. I can't, I mean, being a little startup guy, I can't afford the artwork. And I mean, I hate to say it, but there are other people that do really great artwork that just don't charge as much as them. And I'm like, your stuff's great. But, and and then when they've come to me and said, don't you want to use me on one of your projects? And I I don't have the heart to tell them, God, this is a first time effort. And, you know, I don't want to be in the hole by the time this is over with. And, And that's the thing, getting back to that is by the time you pay for art and you pay for editing, and then you got to remember, you got to pay for it to be printed, and then you've got to ship it to somebody. And this is something that article they talk about. And, I, and my friend that I showed the artwork to, he just organically just came up in conversation. He brought up not me. He said, people have a mental benchmark for right. what they want to pay. And I looked at him, I said, all right, let me give you a perfect example. If I told you I was going to sell my module for $10, he said, shit, I'd buy it. Hell, mm-hmm. I might buy it too. I said, what if I sold it for 12 He'd go, and then it's funny, he kind of said, well, I'd and buy you it. You ain't getting to 15 Yeah, and well, as we say, I said, what about 12 And he said, yeah. I'd buy it. I'd buy it. I mean, he kind of hesitated. I said, what if I charge 15? He went, ah, probably. And I said, what if I charge 20? He goes, oh, hell no. Now, here's the sad fact is, if you're Watsi and you know you've got this built-in audience base, when you go to China and say, print me 10,000 units, they're going to let you have each unit for $3 or something because you bought 10,000 of them. And you're going to sell those. And you're going to sell them for like 12, we'll say, right? So they sell them for 12. Well, they've just made, you know, technically, I mean. Uh, well, that's why they only do the hardcovers now that they're yeah. selling for 50. Yeah, but I'm trying to say, if let's say they were still doing modules. I don't know if they really hardly do anymore. But they, they'd probably sell them for probably, you know, 12, 15 bucks. Well, they'd make a pretty decent profit even after paying for artists and the writing and editing and all that stuff. But say you're just a small press guy. When you come and go, hey, I don't know how many of these I'm going to sell. 
I want to have a thousand done. Oh, that's going to be $7 a piece or something. Well, if you sell them for 12, you know, well, you're saying you made $5. Well, no, you've got to ship the thing. Uh, you know, like I said, remember you had to pay for the artwork and the editing and all that. Which that know. article does a really good job breaking of it. breaking it down. Mm-hmm. Because the other thing that I'm going to go to is uh, drive through RPG. Uh-huh. Where I didn't he know was that. like, they if you were sell- one third, can you yeah, believe and that? And if you're in the like top sellers or whatever, that's mm-hmm. only like a thousand or something. I can't remember the exact number. Yeah, it's, so. it's really set how many people are actually silver tier or gold tier or platinum tier, whatever. I mean, there's really not, you, you figure, oh, I bet a lot of guys are at tier. No, nope. they're not. And so, and that's what kills me is like, I don't blame anybody. I'm not the guy who's like, you know, I'm a capitalist, you know, for the most part. But then there's greed. And it's like, charging one third? I mean, I could see if it was 10%. But I mean, you know, you're, you, you're, you're getting your beak wet. You're making your money. Thank you for hosting this for someone else to sell. But one third? Yeah, I mean, so that's ridiculous. And the sad fact is, you upload that PDF to drive through the fifth person that buys it runs scans it and it's on the internet and it's out there for free so i mean anyway you know what i mean so uh-huh. but and so the ones you do sell you know you're you're gonna make one yeah two-thirds it's anyway i'm off that soapbox but yeah but these are all the trials and travails so it's like people that are almost like well how dare you want to make a profit well if i wouldn't make a profit why would i do this for the love of the game. Yeah, and that's that's why we're doing it. Because but that's the, what I've said. These are pretty yeah. much for the love of the game or even my own vanity. I just so said like, vanity. Oh, 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 I'm published. Yeah, and, and that's so it. I, don't, I, I do not look at this in any way like, ah, we're going to be rolling in the money when I write no. this next one. But yeah. it would be nice yeah. to be able to deliver the great art that you want. What? Yeah. And not go broke doing it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know that I've that there's a lot of people that got out in front of this and were quick to go. We're we're going to put the stank on you if you use AI art. Well, this one's not about yeah. AI art. Don't no, no, get it's us, not. Don't no. get us twisted. I'm here. not. And I'm it, artists deserve their money. money. They absolutely do. But I'm just saying but is it's yeah. too bad writers don't yeah. get that pay too. But exactly. if you said now you've got to start paying ten, twenty dollars instead of ten dollars for every adventure, yeah. I'd be the first one to balk too. Yeah, I'm yeah. not like. So how do you fix that problem? But but that's back to that thing is, like I said, Watsy can print their 10,000 units. You can only print a thousand. If you, but people's mental expectation is they see that, that Watsy, for example, I'm saying they're selling their module for $12. You sell yours for 15. They go, who the hell do you think you are? Well, a guy who's trying to break even, because honestly, if you'll read that article, there's a certain price point you have to charge, you know, because yeah. here's another example. Say Eddie goes, hey, I want to go sell my module in some of the local stores. Well, they're used to when they buy it from the distributors, they buy it at usually it's what about 40 one, to 50 percent. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, you got to figure for you to sell it to them at a price point where they'll make money, you definitely aren't going to make anything off of that one. No, because you I can just not. tell you for carnage. In, in fact, you're going to be in the hole. That yeah. was about five bucks per print, uh-huh. and I'm going to. It's going to retail for ten. Yeah. So I'm going to sell it to the store for five. I broke even. Yeah. And if they if all goes well, they made five bucks. Yeah. To see how that works. And again, just for our own vanity, like, well, how cool is it to see my module on a local game shelf? So you pretty much, you super cool. At least you broke even, you know. But a lot of times, I bet you if you did the math, you probably lost on that deal. Because think about, you know. It's the same thing if it's like, well, if I factored in my time and I paid myself minimum wage for every hour yeah, I yeah. worked on this, oh, yeah. it would be undoable. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. You couldn't pay yourself enough to do it. Yeah. But so that's what I'm just saying. Not boo-hoo, woe is us, but it's one of those things to where, And it's yeah. not bagging on artists. No, and no, the, no. The cost of that. art. Yeah. It's just, it's one of the realities of life. Yeah. They deserve that money, and apparently that's what they can get on the market. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, somebody's paying it. Yeah, and I guess yeah, it's not about dissing on the artist, but it's one. Of, but it's interesting. Like I said, that the artist is going to get their money way where, one way or another. The editor gets their money. You, well, we'll see. You know, which is why I'm almost like, if I was an artist, mm-hmm. I should just draw ten pieces of art, mm-hmm. and then find myself an author, and go. I'll give you five hundred bucks to write the adventure that goes with this. There you go. You don't have to do anything else, though. I'll give you 500 bucks. You yeah. write it and walk away. You yeah. don't have to edit it. You don't have to do the layout. Yeah. You don't have to worry about art. You don't have to worry about the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Just 500 bucks and go away. Yeah. There you go. And it'd be interesting to see that on them then. You know, well, will this make money or not? You know. And then you can go, oh, I haven't quite finished that last paragraph yet. I'll get that paragraph to you. <laughs> now that I will tease them artist types about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, but if I was writing for somebody, if I had been writing Carnage for somebody's schedule, they would have fired me five times oh, over. Oh, I, for Caverns, I've been talking about it how long. I laugh because that's how we first, I think, kind of got Larry was he had listened to me when I was on uh, This Old Dungeon. And I and so they brought it up or I referenced Caverns. And he reached me and said, hey, you know, whenever you're, you're getting close to getting that done, you know, let me know, da-da-da-da-da, or whatever. And we got to talking. And I was like, you know, we have a... Podca- anyway, yeah, podcast too, and then Larry's. Gosh, he's our best, best he's listener. One there. of them. One of them. We got. He's got to compete with Jonathan and uh, David now. Yeah, it's true. That's true. But anyway, yeah, boohoo. But yeah, speaking of this old dungeon, I mm-hmm. sent this question to Lou as well. Okay. So hopefully, those guys will answer the question, and they may have already. I haven't listened because all three of those episode. guys are, are published. Yeah. So I'd like to get their take press. on it. Yeah. Which Pace are not so small press. I mean, anymore. Yeah, Lou's a step up from us, and then Pace Setter's a couple of steps up from oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, Edwin, he works at Frog God, so he might have some insight on that oh, too. And, and see, Frog God Games, that's a that's a seven digit company. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, they're they're so legit. You got, the, you got the tiers there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all three of those guys, great bunch of guys. Um, it was fun to see them all at North Texas, and you know, we're together in one place. Yeah, we we got to get uh, Lou and Edwin maybe out to the to the Long Con, you know. See those guys hang out again because Lou's just a great guy. A He's everywhere fun. else. Yeah, I mean, I go down to the Walmart and there he is. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh man! Turn on the TV, there he is. I'm yeah. like, this is a rerun of Three's Company from 1977. <laughs> how was Lou? How is this even possible? <laughs> Come and knock on our door. Oh man! But anyway, yeah. <sighs> well, that anything else you want to say about it? Nah, I think. I mean, just. Work goes apace. I'm excited right now. Literally, the only thing holding me up is getting my artwork in. Once it's in, formatting and it's out the door. Because Eddie is right, I think, in that, and I know there's other people that do it their own way, blah, blah, blah. But Eddie was like, have all your ducks in a row and all your shit done. So all you got to do is do the Kickstarter and tell people. Because, like, other people, and God bless them that they, I've heard, like, well, I'm still working on editing. I'm like, wait a minute, the Kickstarter's already done, and you're just now getting around to editing? And it's like, yeah, but so I'm on Eddie's page where, like, I'm going to have all my shit done and ready. I just want to deliver it as soon as possible because there's so yeah. much of that. Well, it never came out. I never got it. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. And that's the, the great thing about it is this is one I play tested a shit ton, and I've looked at it and refined it and and added little tidbits and spiciness and good stuff, interesting artwork, a fun little gotcha in the dungeon. 
uh, a, a good gotcha. Um, and, and so, no, it's got a lot of good beats and stuff. And like I said, it's going to be a finished product when I kick it out the door. I mean, so that's, what is it? Kick with confidence, you know, because it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be ready to go when it's, you know, kicked. And if he's not ready, I'm waiting the on his next artwork, one in the bro. barrel. No, <laughs> waiting. Now I give it, come up to me and point and boo, you know, heckle me or whatever. And it, get your free Dr. Pepper. Get your free Dr. Pepper. Not a that's Pepsi. right. Yeah. Dr. Pepper. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. Forget a doctor. Pepsi. Yeah. You can have Dr. Thunder. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's going to be. What what is the what is the knockoff low rent Walmart brand of Dr Pepper or something? There's Dr Thunder, I know. Uh, what well, what's that one? It's um Mr Pib. Isn't that supposed to be a knockoff or something or? Yeah, but I don't think it's quite as low rent as the yeah. Dr Thunder or whatever yeah, or whatever, which I think Dr I don't know. Mountain Lightning. Mountain Lightning. But yeah. Well, we're ending on a high note. Yeah, we are. Anything else you want to say about that? Or are you ready to uh, let them return back to their day? I don't have anything else to say. Just like I said, I'm excited about Caverns. It is coming. We're going to have it. Uh, I can't wait for you all to see it. All right. Well, you missed us, and we missed you, and hopefully we'll have another podcast on a more regular schedule here. I don't even know what this one is. It's got to be like 82 or 83. I I think this is 83, actually. I think it's 83. We've at least got to cross that 100 line. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I will give you the promise that even if I do – five-minute podcast by myself will hit episode 100 somehow somehow that will happen and after 100 though we're done all bets are off we'll see what you see you'll see what you get but by the clock on the wall i can see we're all out of hit points